I'll uh, get good morning, everybody. It is so great to be back and worshiping with all of you. Um, I uh, am so thankful. I just want to say that you all gave me some time uh, and the gift it was to, to be in uh, the mountains for a week. I always joke that like people were like, well, was retreat restful? And it's like, well... Kind of and kind of not, because like if you're doing retreat well, you're actually working on some things that you should be working on, and so in some ways it was actually <laughs> harder work <laughs> this week than last week. So um, I want to take a minute, and then we're going to get we're going to get moving on Palm Passion Sunday. But um, wanted to walk you through what today is going to look like, and then we're going to do it. So as of right now, it is not raining outside. And so, it's not raining. So, I would love us to do our procession outside. Now, if you're someone who's like, you know what, I don't want to go outside right now, totally cool. You can stay inside. Hopefully my mic will work well enough that you can hear it along the way and want you to be just as involved in singing Hosanna and being excited. So, once I'm done with the announcements, if y'all want to grab a jacket, we'll meet kind of in the narthex area back here. (laughs) And we'll do our procession around. Um, Then what's going to happen today is um, we're going to have, instead of a sermon today, we're going to hear the passion story. And it's going to be split up a little bit with sort of like a lessons and carols. We'll hear a part of Luke's understanding of what happened. And then we'll have a hymn. And then we'll have another part of Luke's understanding of what happened in the passion story. And we'll, we'll have a hymn. And what that does is it invites us... Not only, and if you read the, um, the little, like, what is Palm Passion Sunday about? It does a couple things. One is, is if you can't make it on Thursday and Friday this week, because you have other things, both services at 7 o'clock, that's fine. You'll hear the passion narrative. You'll, you'll be reminded of the story of what happens with Jesus, and we'll see you again on Sunday. That's great. If you can make it on Thursday and Friday, 7 o'clock, here at the church, um, then it's another way for you to enter into that story, once by hearing it and perhaps by living it a little bit on Thursday and Friday. The other thing is it's just a good reminder that um, these stories about Jesus triumphantly entering into Jerusalem and Jesus being betrayed um, are not separate stories. They're stories that should be told at the same time. Help us remember that our story is one of juxtaposition. Um, So that is going to be the order of worship. By all means, look at the screen. It will guide you, and I will always guide you as well. If I see you looking like, I don't know what we're doing, just look at me. I'll help you out. So uh, for those of you who might be interested in in doing our procession, grab a jacket. We'll we'll meet out here in like a minute. If you don't, that's fine too. Uh, And we're going to sing, and we're going to sing. We're going to say Hosanna in the highest, and it's going to be great. So two minutes, three minutes, we'll, we'll get ready to go. We'll do that later. It's, it's a little chilled, but if you are aggressively waving your palm frond, you should be fine. Um, I have a couple things here. We're going to go that way, we're going to work our way around. We will, we'll have a, we'll get, we'll get cones up. (laughs) 
Everybody knows where they're going? <laughs> All right. So everybody, check, check to see how their, how their waving arms are doing. Everybody good? Everybody got good motion? Keep in mind, you can go up and down, side to side. Some people get creative and do Zs. That's up to you. Uh, it's circles. That, that is the intermediate. Make sure that you've done the beginner stuff before you start doing circles. That's, uh, um, they, they didn't teach that in, in opening worship class. I had to take like special classes for that. All right, friends. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. I invite you to respond, Hosanna in the highest. highest. Friends, the Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. We praise you, O God, for your redemption of the world through Jesus Christ, who entered the holy city of Jerusalem in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along his way. Let these branches be signs of his victory and grant that we who carry him may follow him in the way of the cross that dying and rising with him, we may enter into your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord, who reigns, lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Hear now Luke's telling of this story. This is Luke 19, 28 through 40. After he had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks of you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice, for all of the deeds of power they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you. If these were silent, the stones would shout out. So friends, let's help the stone shout. Let's walk together and even for a moment, be reminded that the king is coming and the king is here and the king will continue to arrive. Who we follow is always near at hand. And so let's sing, let's shout, let's make noise. Might feel silly, but sometimes that is the place where God meets us and the place where we are most open to be loud and to be expecting. 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, then in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we lift up your name with hearts full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord my God. Hosanna in the highest. Ready? Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. I got the Hosanna part. We'll go, we'll go around the parking lot. Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. We lift up your name. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. I wish I had my camera. It's it's fun to see everybody walking. Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna in the high. Hosanna, Hosanna. Oh, God, Hosanna in the high. Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Oh, God, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. We lift up your name. Terrific. Yeah. We'll do one more. We'll go this way and then we'll head back in the highest. Hosanna, 
Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. We lift up your name and we. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we lift up your name with hearts full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord my God. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna to the highest. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, we lift up your name. With hearts full of praise.
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Everlasting God, it is your tender love for the human race. You sent your Son to take our nature and to suffer death upon the cross. In your mercy, enable us to share in his obedience to your will and in his glorious victory of his resurrection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. If the kids want to head downstairs, you're welcome to. Yeah, you all head, head downstairs. Let's prepare our hearts and minds for the word of God. Eternal God, whose word silences the shouts of the mighty, quiet within us every voice but your own. Speak to us through the suffering and death of Jesus Christ, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, we may receive grace to show Christ's love in lives given to your service. Amen. There are two first readings today, Isaiah 50, 4 through 9, and Psalms 31, 9 through 16. This is Isaiah. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher that I may know how to sustain the weary with a word. Morning by morning, he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall, now be put, shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me. Who will declare my guilty? All of them who will wear out all of them, all of them will wear out like a garment. The moth will eat them. Psalm 31. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye wastes away from grief, my soul and body also. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my misery and my bones waste away. I am the scorn of my adversaries, a horror to my neighbors, an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have passed out of mind like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror all around, as they scheme together against me, 
as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. The second reading is from Philippians 2, 5 through 11. Let the same mind be in you that was in Jesus Christ, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and in earth and in under earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. We're going to read the story, Luke's story of the Passion. Um, it'll be 22, 14 through 38, and 23, 56. Um, you can follow along the readings um, on, the, uh, on the screen. After each passage, we're going to have a different reader, and we'll have a hymn as well. So join us um, when we sing the hymn. <clears throat> so this is Luke 22, 14 through 38, and 23 through 56. When the hour came, he took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took up a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it amongst you. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he said the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup is poured out for you. It is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of God is going as it has been determined, but woe to that one whom he is betrayed. Then they asked one another which of them it could, who would, could be who would do this. A dispute also rose out among them as to which of them was to be regarded the greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must become like the youngest, and the leader like one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? It is not the one at the table. 
but I am, I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you just as my Father has conferred on me a kingdom, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the cock will crow this day and will not crow this day until you have denied me three times. He said to them, When I sent you out with a purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? They said, No, not a thing. He said to them, But now the one who has a purse must take it, and likewise a bag. And the one who has no sword must sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you, the scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was counted among the lawless. And indeed, was as was, is written about me is being fulfilled. They said, look, Lord, here are two swords. He replied, it is not enough. The next reading comes from Luke 22, verses 39 through 71. He came out and went, uh, went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples followed him. When he reached a place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come to a time of trial. Then he withdrew a stone's throw, knelt down, and prayed. Father, If you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength. In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. When he got up from prayer, 
he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into a time of trial. While he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, is it with a kiss that you will betray the Son of Man? When those who were around him saw what was coming, they asked, Lord, should we strike with a sword? Then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priest and the officers of the temple police and the elders who had come for him, Have you come with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house. But Peter was following at a distance. When they kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, someone else, on seeing him, said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then about an hour later, still another kept insisting, Surely this man also was with them, for he is Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. At that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They also blindfolded him and kept asking him, Prophesy, who is it that struck you? They kept heaping on many other insults on him. When day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together, and they brought him to their council. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. He replied, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. All of them ask, Are you then the Son of God? He said to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further testimony do we need? We have heard it ourselves from his own lips.
Our third reading this morning comes from Luke, chapter 23, verses 1 through 31. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests in the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent and said, He stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee where he began, even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he heard that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod, <clears throat> excuse me, when Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been waiting to see him for a long time, because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod with his soldiers treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other before they had been enemies. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, and here I have examined him in your presence and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted out together, Away with this fellow! Release Barabbas for us! This was a man who had been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death. I will therefore have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand should be granted. He released the man they asked for, the one who had been put in prison for insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country, and they laid the cross upon him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of the people followed him, 
and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are surely coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills, cover us. For if they do this when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Our fourth reading this morning continues the 23rd chapter of Luke, verses 32 through 46. Two others also, who were criminals, were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by, watching. But the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. 
one of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, when the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw all that had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly this man was innocent. When all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home beating their breasts. All his acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a member of the council, had not agreed to their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea, and he was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down, wrapped it in a linen cloth, and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had ever been laid. It was a day of preparation, and the Sabbath was beginning The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath day, 
they rested according to the commandments. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Friends, this story is our story. A story of joy, a story of heartbreak, a story of betrayal, and a story of hope. And as sure as we journey today, those stories still guide who we are and who we hope to be. Thanks be to God, the one who loved us so much 
He gave his son just so we could be near. Amen. Friends, let us rise and affirm our faith together using the same affirmation that we have used throughout Lent. To be reconciled with God is to be sent into the world as God's reconciling community. This community, the Church Universal, is entrusted with God's message of reconciliation and shares God's labor of healing the enmities which separate people from God and from each other. Christ has called the church to this mission and given it the gift of the Holy Spirit. The church maintains continuity with the apostles and with Israel by faithful obedience to his call. You may be seated. Friends, we take a moment to consider the joys and concerns that we have. Friends, what do you bring today? I'd like to ask uh, prayers for our sister-in-law, Dina Mitchell. Um, Our brother Jim and Dina live in Florida, as many of you know. She has been diagnosed with multiple myeloma, and it's it's a non-aggressive form of the disease, but she is receiving chemo um, treatment for it. So she, um, there are members of a church in Florida, and that church is praying for her. So I told her we'd add her to our list. I'd like prayers for the family of Vicki Carey. She's from Pros- she was from Prospect. She passed away this last week of liver cancer. She was the daughter of one of my classmates. And uh, also, uh, I want to continue this celebration and appreciation of Jesus on the cross this Friday for anyone that would want to come to Women's Bible Study. We will be sharing about the cross. I have a call yesterday from a dear friend in Findlay, Ohio. Her name is Carol with a K, Smith, and um, she has recently experienced some difficulties, um, which turned out that actually she has, um, what is it it that Peter has? (laughs) Anyway, she she needed to have a pacemaker. And she's asking for prayer. She was, what she thought was blacking out was really her heart stopping. And uh, I told Carol that we would add her to the list. And I'd like to thank Old Stone for their support of the Grands on Friday at Sarah Moore Home. We had five people there from our church there, and it just felt like more family was there to support us through that performance. We had a real good time, and any time you want to come, you're most welcome. Please don't be modest. It was standing room only. Like, I had to, like, stand in the back because people love hearing you all sing so much. And so what a joy it is to watch our congregation give to the community. And so many of you do it in so many ways, and it's fun to watch (laughs) in a way like that. So, I want to thank the congregation for all the support I've received this winter. And um, I thankful for the cards and the letters and the phone calls and the food and mostly for the prayers. Thank you. Please pray for Pete Spike and his family. Pete is our neighbor and has serious health problems. His wife, Jean, and their children. 
I'd like prayers for the family of Loretta Smiley. I, I know that a lot of you know this already, but she passed this uh, this past week. Thank you. Prayers for my uh, daughter, Holly, that is going through some things that they're not, she's going through testing, see what's going on. My nephew, Chris, um, has pancreatic cancer, and the church has reached out to him, and he wanted everyone to know that he's in his eighth round of chemo, and he wants to go for all 12 rounds, and he appreciates your love and support. Thanks. I'd just like to uh, prayerfully request that it's laid on some people's hearts to uh, sign up for orange juice and bacon and sausage and also, uh, aren't those like the thing. updated fruits of the spirit, right? Right. Yeah, that's it. That's in my translation, especially Thank bacon. You. Brian, you had a request. Uh, I'd, I'd be remiss not to say this, but. Uh, Thinking through what Rex read and watching the procession this morning and hearing what we do and what I've heard recently, I just pray for this congregation and a a boldness of spirit that we would use the cloak and the purse that God has given each one of us. Um, Peggy talking about what they do at Sarah Moore. My mom sharing last week when they're at home how the card ministry um, has been extended to a new community because of our willingness to just reach out to others. And so many things that we do each day that we don't even know the impact and what God does with those things, but he has called us to each do those things and that he will be with us through that. And I just pray that we would all be emboldened by that. Yes, I want to just give thanks for the young people in this church and for some of the things that they have done. One of the things you hear so much about is the bad things that's going on, but you never hear much about the good things. Jonna and her friends yesterday were playing outside, and they decided to have a lemonade stand. So they decided what they would do with the money. They decided to give it to the Humane Society. In the short time that they did out there, they collected $30.25 for the Humane Society. So I wanted just to thank the young kids for doing the good things. I want to take a moment and, uh, you know, usually when you're in a denomination, right, they're usually kind of like the denomination. Uh, But I I do want to say to give joy to uh, the PCUSA, the denomination that we're a part of. Um, They saw fit 
to make sure that 26 of us that are within four years of our ordination would spend time together and think about um, what it is to serve well. Um, set new patterns to make sure that we are, we are running the race well. Uh, and what a gift that was. And thank you all for, for hosting Lisa and uh, worshiping well with her. Uh, what a gift all of that is. So I feel like I am uh, a better pastor today than when I was when I left. And thank you for giving me that gift that I could go and find ways to serve you all better. Friends, that's a lot. Um, maybe take a moment and uh, grab a shoulder of somebody around you for a minute. Um, and let's just pray in silence as we head towards communion. Amen. Friends, let us give just a portion of what we have been so graciously given back to God through our tithes and our offerings, including your uh, one great hour of sharing. creation. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I invite you to take a moment to share peace with one another, the same peace that Christ has left us.
So the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. is used to being able to take things down, just be seated. Oh, Rex is like, I do this all the time. Um, child. child. Uh, this week, kiddos, um, and older, younger kiddos, um, this week is a week that we are reminded of the gift of Jesus Christ. The gift that Jesus was in his life and and that he died for us, and we'll remember next week that he rose again. And so this week, I invite you in communion, and we'll have communion three times this week, today and Thursday and Sunday. I ask if you are somebody who's very used to pulling yourself to receive this week. Receive communion as a gift of Jesus. Hold out your hand and be ready to be given what Jesus has so been willing to give us. Even on his way to a known death, Jesus still gave of himself to each of us. And so receive the gift of this table as we begin. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise, O Lord, our God, creator and ruler of this universe. In your wisdom, you made all things and sustained them by your power. You made us in your image, setting us in your world to love and serve you and to live in peace with your whole creation. From generation to generation, you have guided us, sending prophets to turn us from wayward paths into the way of righteousness. Out of your great love for this world, you sent your only Son among us to redeem us and to be the way to eternal life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with the choirs of heaven and with all the faithful of every time and place who forever sing the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are holy, O God of majesty, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. As one of us, he knew our joys and sorrows and struggles with temptation. He was like us in every way except sin. In him, 
we see what you created us to be. Though blameless, he suffered willingly for our sin. Though innocent, he accepted death for the guilty. On the cross, he offered himself a perfect sacrifice for the life of the world. By his suffering and death, he freed us from sin and death. Risen from the grave, he leads us to the joy of new life. Friends, we remember on the night that he was betrayed, Jesus took bread, broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this in memory of me. And in the same manner, he took the cup and after pouring it and giving it to his disciples, he said, Take, drink, this is the new covenant sealed in my blood. Every time you drink of it, do it in remembrance of me. Remembering all your mighty and merciful acts, God, we take the simple bread and the simple cup from the gifts that you have given us and celebrate with joy the redemption won for us in Jesus Christ. Accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving as a living and holy offering of ourselves that our lives may proclaim the one crucified and risen. According to Christ's commandment, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, and we await his coming in glory. Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these gifts of bread and and juice that the bread we break and the cup we bless may be the communion of the body and blood of Christ. By your Spirit, unite us with the living Christ and with all who are baptized in his name that we may be one in ministry in every place as this bread is Christ's body for us. Send us out to be the body of Christ in the world Lead us, O God, in the way of Christ. Give us courage to take up our cross and in full reliance upon your grace to follow him. Help us to love you above all else and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, demonstrating that love in deed and word in the power of your spirit. Give us strength to serve you faithfully until the promised day of resurrection when with the redeemed of all ages we will feast with you at your table in glory. Through Christ, all glory and honor are yours, almighty God, with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Church, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior has taught us, we are bold to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, Friends, this is the feast that the Lord has prepared for us. Let us eat well. Let us remember who Jesus is and where Jesus will go. Brothers and sisters, we will prepare the feast.
Friends, again, I invite you to receive today. Let this be a gift. And so come, the feast is ready. Let us eat.
teaching this spread of life. Have all been fed? Let us pray. God, our help and strength, you have satisfied our hunger with this Eucharistic food. Strengthen our faith that through the death and resurrection of your Son, we may be led to salvation, for he is Lord, now and forever. Amen. Friends, let us sing together. Friends, the briefest of announcements, um, please remember that we have Monday, Thursday at 7 o'clock this Thursday, and then Good Friday service uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, so if you just remember 7, if you show up Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm sorry, uh, but just keep 7 in the back of your mind. Uh, and then, of course, we have Easter breakfast, and then we will celebrate the resurrection next Sunday. Um, coffee and conversation as well on Thursday from noon to 2 at Coffeeology. Like we did before, I know a lot of you are working. We're going to alternate coffee and some other afternoon activities and evening activities for folks. But come 
hang out. If you don't, I'll be writing a sermon. So, you know, either way it works. Friends, if I can offer any invitation for you this week, our first chance of celebrating Holy Week together, um, I invite you to go deep. This story, again, is our story. This table is our table. There are places where we have yet to be fed. And if there is something that Thursday and Friday and Sunday can do for us, it is the chance to go to deep places, to explore who Jesus is and who we are, to be given gifts and to be loved. And So friends, as you go out this week, Seek depth. Find your heart. Find your spirit. The places that it is broken, waiting to be healed. The places where it feels lonely, dying for community. And come home. Come be with the soon-to-be-risen one. Come live in the already but not yet. Let us go deep together. As you go, as you know every week, the grace of our God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will be and abide with each of you. Amen and amen.